Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to uh, this latest edition of Podcast. My name's Fern from the marketing team at Practice Plan. And uh, once again, I'm joined with Neil Stephen from Dengro. Hi, Neil. Hi, Fern. How are you? Not bad, thank you. How are you? And, and thanks Very for joining well, me well. again. <laughs> no, great to be back. Great to be back. So we caught up um, a few months ago about um, your, your CRM system, Dengro. Um, do you want to just introduce yourself again for the listeners and just yes. tell us a bit about yourself and the system? <laughs> Yes, so I'm Neil, I'm CEO of Dengro, and our CRM software essentially transforms how dental practices handle, track and report on all of the inbound inquiries that come their way. And that could be leads interested in treatments, existing patients interested in joining a monthly payment plan, it could be referrals from another dentist. Essentially, it's just allowing practices to really manage those inquiries efficiently and automating as much of the routine as possible so there's basically no more spreadsheets it just means the team have got more time for conversations with patients and it also gives clarity to the team and principals managers over performance the reporting side of things which is obviously what we want to talk about today Brilliant. Yeah. So last time we, we caught up, we sort of did a, a an overview of the system. And then um, yeah. today we're just going to do a bit more of a, a focus on the performance and accountability side of it. So, um, yeah, can you just yeah. tell us a little bit more about that side of it? Absolutely. So um, the reporting, I like to kind of break it into three sections. Um, and essentially the first part, uh, pretty critical for practices that are trying to build up, um, you know, new patients and attract um, new patients and maybe upsell to existing patients is where are my leads coming from? So if you're investing in marketing and you're spending, you know, hundreds, maybe thousands of pounds every month on it, you want to know, well, which parts of my marketing are working? Where are my leads coming from? Is it from that Facebook ad? Is it from that Google ad? They just found me through reputation. What is it? So Dengro in that part of its reporting will show you in its lead origin report how many leads have come from every single campaign so then you get a sense of well which bits do i need to perhaps stop doing which campaigns are working which aren't and it's again not just about volume of leads it's which which activities are we doing on the marketing side which are attracting the kind of quality leads that we want the kind of patients that are going to perhaps and hopefully become lifelong patients so that's that's that a big you know the big third of the reporting is all around understanding that and also seeing well how much value that these leads represent and you get a really good sense of well am i getting a good return on my investment you know from, from a marketing so that's one one section or one third if you like of the reporting the next bit is well i've attracted these leads how well are my team performing you know so and that's the accountability that dango shows it's you know how responsive for the team in terms of getting in touch with people who are interested in treatment okay and it's really important to recognize that it's not just about the tcos you know, um, it's not their responsibility to convert a patient to start treatment. It's a team effort, right? They're, they're very much part or receptionist, you know, front of house staff are very much there to initiate those conversations, build relationships, book people in for consultation. But there's a practitioner involved as well. What are they doing? What's their performance like? And that's where you get into, well, practitioner performance is that second half, if you like, of that journey. Are they, you know, in terms of um, consultations attended to treatment started? You know, so it's a team effort from end to end. And that's really important to give that overview. And so that's where the accountability comes, because 
anyone looking at the reporting and can see who's booking in consultations, how are people performing, how responsive is the team, how well are the practitioners performing, have they dropped the ball, is it, is, it, is it really good at, you know, we're getting a really good kind of cadence of booking consultations, but treatment starting is not very good or it's not very good for certain treatments. Why is that? It's all there to look at and it just allows the team to, you know, and the management to take um, appropriate action. So that's the second bit. And then finally, is the wider business piece, which is, you know, if you are um, emerging into private practice out of the NHS and you, you know, you're going to start looking at metrics like this, you're perhaps not familiar with. And well, if I'm spending this much on my marketing, I've got this much and, you know, um, coming through, what is my value? What's my pipeline worth? You know, what's my conversion rate? And that's, that's the business, that's the sort of third part of the reporting, which is, yeah, the conversion rate and you can look at it by treatment you can look at it by source and it's really getting a sense of how much money are we going to make this month are we on track to hit target and it's just giving a really really real-time view of performance for the business overall and then you can start to, to set targets and i think that's a really important point here is if you are coming into this um fresh you know and um reporting can be overwhelming there are many, many metrics, and it's just really important to not start setting targets, worrying about what you're seeing. It's just get to know your numbers. That's a really critical point. If that's all people take away today, is get to know your numbers, you know, week in, week out, month by month, start to see trends, and then start to think, that's, this is my normal, right? What do I want to improve? Have I got the resources to do it? Then set some targets and just pick one or two, maybe three metrics to begin with and track those. As long as you know what they are, the team understands what they are, and everyone knows how to improve them, that's a really good starting point. And that's really quite motivating for everyone involved as well. You know, there are corporates that just pick one metric, right? One metric to focus on. Because if that's good, it follows that all the others are, are good. And the example I give is average time to first contact. If the team are really quick and really responsive and getting back to people that said I'm interested, that's it's common sense, but that's what you want as a consumer. You think I've sent an inquiry, I want someone to acknowledge it and someone to pick up the phone and call me, right? So if you're doing that really quickly, then we know that from our millions of rows of data that the most responsive practices who are quick off the mark to get in touch with patients who said, I'm interested in your, your treatments, they're the ones that have the highest conversion rates from inquiry received to treatment started. Yeah, brilliant. And so that's that's a kind of bit of a bit of a, yeah. a quick run through of the reports. It's yeah, safe to say that there's a lot that you get out of it, I suppose. Absolutely. And you mentioned, yeah, I can imagine it could be quite overwhelming to have all that information and where to start yeah. with it. But I suppose yeah. just start maybe starting with the numbers, like you said. Absolutely. Um, yeah. 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 So and you could just start with one bit. And you know, if you are spending a lot of money on marketing. The reporting allows you to hold your marketing agency to account and they're you right so if they're you're spending thousands and you're not seeing many leads and you can it's all there in the report so well, you're not generating anything from these what are you doing about it equally they can say look at all the leads we've sent you what are you doing with them you're yeah. not converting them. you're not picking up the phone quick enough your team aren't quick so it's it's transparency and that's there's you know it's that single source of truth it's that objectivity where both parties are just looking at this software and the reports within it to make decisions yeah, definitely. And um, you, you mentioned it a bit there, but um, what are what are the sort of main benefits of having uh, the access to those numbers? Yeah, so that's I think that it's really hard to know how well you're performing unless you can measure it. Right. And that's back to that's why the reporting is so critical. And that's why I, I would come back to just get to know a few numbers and it allows you 
and the team to work closely together to start improving things and learning from what's going on. If you know your conversion rate, then you can start to say, is this a good conversion rate? Should we be better? You know, a lot of often practices will ask us, we're, we're at this percentage. Is that good? And we can give them a benchmark within you know, within reason. And equally, responsiveness, are we responsive enough or why is why is that fallen? And so you start to see trends. And I think that's where it come, becomes really important for practice and very useful. And, you know, it's it's not just about conversion rates, it's why aren't people going ahead? You know, and Dengar asks you to record, if I say I'm not going ahead because it's too expensive, you might notice that there's, there's a trend there. We're losing patients at this particular point because this particular treatment is too expensive just knowing that means you you can take action it doesn't mean you need to lower your prices it's just the fact that the data is there you can apply the context of it within your business the numbers are there and then you can think well why is that person only logged in five times this week well we don't know that maybe they only work half day a week whereas someone else is logging in 50 times <laughs> yeah whatever so it's it just allows uh, that transferring just allows people to take action because it's it's insightful and, and you you know for the example of um you know patients not going ahead with a particular treatment because it's expensive again that's that's something that as a team they can analyze and think well are we too expensive or actually no we're not doing a good job of actually you know um facing that head on and justifying our cost because of the excellent quality of the service the aftercare the state of the art technology and facilities that we have here things that the practice will know far better than we we're just putting the numbers in front of them so they can actually take affirmative action yeah, definitely. And um, obviously part of the report is seeing where the leads come from. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing they come from all different directions. So, um, you know, what yeah. what what can what can you say about sort of the leads uh, part of it? Where do they sort of come from? Yeah. So we, again, it varies hugely by practice and budgets vary hugely. And obviously, you know, um, you, you want to fill up your your diaries based on the capacity you have. So there's no point attracting more than you can handle, obviously. So um, I think if you're coming into this for the first time, I think it's just really important in terms of selecting an agency that you want to work with who understands your area. You know, it's really important. And and taking iterative steps. Don't just start spending money on Facebook, Instagram, Google Ads, Bing, you know, Microsoft online advertising. You know, just pick one or two and work with your agency and then start to ramp up. You know, I think that's always much more cost effective until you you hit what what feels right for your practice and you're attracting the kind of patients that you want to attract or prospective patients I should say so there's no clear answer it's more about actually working with a, an agency that you get on with and you like and that you trust and the reporting will help you achieve that and then testing different marketing strategies you know iteratively and then increasing the spend if it's working for you and ceasing it if it's if it's not on certain platforms you know so dental practice you know we have working with us are using facebook instagram google ads microsoft being ads you know and also it's about the quality of the campaign and also if you're attracting them to your website the the, the inquiry forms uh, are good right and i think that's a key point it's all well and good spending thousands but if they then hit the website and don't know what to do because they can't find your inquiry form or the lead, the, the landing page they're taken to is not very attractive. It's got to look good. It's, it's your shop window, isn't it? So it's not just about where am I going to spend my marketing budget. It's also obviously work really hard to attract them. Then they hit the website and that's where we get into, well, you know, we'd always say to, you know, tip for people is 
if you've got people that far and they're going to put in their name, uh, contact details, email address, all those good things the treatment they're interested in, you must ask them, when do you want to be contacted and how? We know that if practices don't do that, their, their ability to contact those leads is far worse, right? And it's a good bit of friction. If I'm really interested, I'm going to tell you, yeah, phone me in the evenings on my, you know, on my mobile. And it saves the team wasting time during the day. If they've got this information in the system, they know to contact Neil in the evening on the mobile or Susan at lunchtimes about her treatment via email, whatever it might be. Just that little bit of friction. How do you want to be contacted and when? just adds to the efficiency and it's so easy to do but we do, we do see lots of forms where they just don't add that little bit of extra information yeah and i i suppose having a system like this it it must make a practice like reflect on the patient journey and like you said about the website and where do you go mm. from there and so it's like much more yeah. than just tracking data i suppose absolutely and it, it, it just brings the team together because if they've been using you know spreadsheet or lead trackers you know it, it, it can be quite chaotic and no one really knows where they are and you know with Dengri you just have to worry about today it's just going to tell you who to contact today and it's got all the the history from before so you can pick up the conversation where it left off it's just you know practice working in practice I, I can only you know say from talking to our customers there's a lot going on so we just want to make it as easy as possible to handle the inquiries as they come in right not doing who wants to spend time writing data into a spreadsheet you know it's or duplicating information from the CRM and then typing in my details into the PMS when I start to get you know then go automatically integrates all this sort of stuff so we're just trying to make life easier and make this kind of you know the value add is is giving teams in in dental practices time to actually talk to patients and prospective patients not to be filling in spreadsheets and doing routine activities day in day out you know we can save all the hours of time from that so they can focus on where it really matters you know the, the activities that really matter brilliant uh, and and finally then i suppose mm. have you got any examples of like how practices could utilize the data that they're capturing yeah so um the best thing i think what we've seen is that is the feedback we have around being able to look at the numbers and that it's really motivating um and i think in terms of utilizing the data it's picking those like i mentioned earlier those few metrics that really make sense to you and your team and what's really nice in terms of utilizing that data is yes you can look at well are there trends in terms of uh, inbound leads that are going up or down that's a key part of of the reporting is that they can see is our lead volume up or down week on week you know week by week month by month um, is our conversion rate dipping going up so they can, that's that's how they're utilizing the data is just to monitor trends and, and then take corrective action but I think one of the nicest things as well is in small groups, there's competition emerging. That's in who's the fastest. And and so that becomes, it should be fun, right? And so knowing the numbers means that you can take affirmative action and there's a, engage a little bit of competition, even with yourself to just improve where you were last week or last month. And that's how teams are, are utilizing the data. Yes, you can export every single field in Dengro and analyze it to your heart's content but not many practices have got the resources to do that. But that's if when your bigger marketing teams can then start to analyze. Um, but typically, I think it's just about being able to utilize the data by looking week to week, how are we getting on? And it's just tracking performance. And that's, that's really what um, is motivating for the teams. 
Great. Well, um, thank you so much, Neil, for um, sharing some more insight on that. And um, if anybody, you know, wants to find out more, how would they um, get in touch? Yeah, dengro.com, please visit the website and you can book um, a demo, so a live demo. Um, so one of the team will talk you through and show you the system, or you can request a recording of the demo first if you like, because you can't, you know, people are busy. So we've always got that option as well. Um, and there's also a consultation course. If you just want to have a 15 minute chat with us, um, either having watched the demo or attended, that's fine. So numerous options to, to cater for everyone's busy schedules. <laughs> Okay. Brilliant. Well, thanks again, Neil, and uh, right. we'll catch up again soon. Thank you. Great. Thank you. <laughs>